Hello everyone and welcome to episode 20 of the Artful Athlete podcast. So far on our month of things to take with me for 2021, we've covered a couple of aspects of the voice journey. The power of adaptation, connecting to the essence and keeping it alive from one system or situation to the next, and voicing as a physical practice, having that movement awareness in expression to fuel our speech and extend our reach in the art of communication. This week's episode came about as I was reflecting upon the choices made in regards to my business, my expression, my art, my voice. It's not been an easy or straightforward road. There's been plenty of questioning and crisis over the years. Moments where I just want to scream at the sky, Marlon Brondo style, wondering why, why, why things couldn't be easier. And simultaneously knowing that what I was doing, choosing to do, felt right. Does that sound familiar? A year ago, my good friend Ilaria created a book club and invited me to join. I'll confess having felt a little bit stressed out after saying yes, because my relationship to reading wasn't what it used to be. Years of binging books for my studies, combined with some eye issues, had turned the act of reading into something heavy and tiring for the brain and the eyes. So as I joined, I told her I would be using audio version of each book we'd pick. I've always loved audiobooks and even wanted to record some when I was younger. <laughs> one day, my friends, one day. The book my friend chose to be our first happened to be Circe by Madeline Miller. And it pretty much shaped my thoughts for the year. Written in the first person, we, the readers, get to follow the life of the ancient Greek witch, Circe. You'll remember her from Homer's writings. Odysseus has a pit stop there on his journey back from the Trojan War as he is headed to his home of Ithaca. You may also know what Circe is remembered for. Turning the men who landed on her island into pigs. Now, personally, I've always loved ancient Greek lore and mythology. But like many things, when you get caught up in life... I had forgotten how much I enjoyed it. I had forgotten how connected I felt to the tales. The fascination was still there, but I'd kind of forgotten about it over the years. And starting my 2020 reconnecting to this original energy was wonderful. Miller's Circe is so much more than what Homer had led us to believe. I don't want to spoil it too much for those of you who haven't read it, but know there is so much more to her story than the witch who turns men into pig. It's the story of a woman whose voice angered her godly parents. For yes, she is a goddess, first before being a witch. The voice is a recurring theme in the narration, and obviously it was something I instantly focused on. To the other gods, her voice was shriveled, croaked, unimpressive, and would anger her father Helios more than anything. Following an incident involving another member of the godly household, Circe is banished and sent to the island of Aiaia in exile. It's the story of a woman who's not afraid to get her hands in the mud, in the dirt. She grows with each spell and potions, but also with every encounter she has on her island. She doesn't try to reject who she is, even though at first there is definitely a sense of fear. A fear of what she could be capable of, and a fear of what her family and the other gods could say or do. There is a feeling of uncertainty and a thousand questions about the unknown. But not in a naive sense as we could expect. It is a popular trope after all. What she doesn't understand, what she doesn't know or master, 
she practices. She develops strength and conviction, a belief in who she is on her divine plane. But for us readers, it is also about a woman coming to her own, using what she has, what she's experienced. The oppressive behaviour of the other gods in her life had her muffle her voice. In their presence, she was to be silent, nothing more. Once in her isolation on the island, she was capable of letting go, of freeing herself from the pressures of the past, of exploring what used to be forbidden to her, of failing and trying again, understanding what worked for her, what she enjoyed, but also, and I think most importantly so, by also challenging her darker thoughts, her limiting beliefs which had built strong roots within. But that was only a shape I had been poured into. I did not have to keep it. This sentence is one of the few quotes I scribbled down in my notes. That was only a shape I had been poured into. I did not have to keep it. We're all capable of undergoing a metamorphosis. We're all capable of growing into our power. All you need to kickstart the process is a little spark. Once a spark has been found, it's about playing around with it and see how the flame dances, from which wood or material does it derive most strength. That flame takes on different shapes and colours, but it lives within us all. The shape we're poured into through life and our experiences isn't set in stone. We decide what to do with it. We decide how we interact with it. The only bounds, the only real limits are the one we're made to believe in. By doing the work and connecting to all parts of her creative and magical self, Circe reinvents herself from a goddess that believed she ought to stay silent to one of the most powerful witches in mythical history. And obviously, obviously, this did not happen overnight. I'll let her tell it. Little by little, I began to listen better to the sap moving in the plants, to the blood in my veins. I learned to understand my own intention, to prune and to add, to feel where the power gathered and speak the right words, to draw it to its height. That was the moment I lived for, when it all came clear at last and the spell could sing with its pure note, for me and me alone. This is what coming to yourself coming to your power, coming to your voice is listening to the task at hand, your connection to it. What do you derive from this? What emotions, images and benefits? We live for these moments when all becomes clear, becomes one. When the project we've been carrying finally comes through and reveals itself fully. When the dish you've been concocting finds its balance in taste, experience and texture. When the speech, the song you've been working on naturally pours out of your heart and your throat. Eleven months down the line and I've decided to pick up this book again for a second full read. You know, to let my 2020 go full circle in a way. My own voice has changed shape over the past eleven months. There were tears and frustration at times, for sure, but there was also so much magic, so much strength and creativity, so much play. And before I knew it, I had my own moments of clarity where it felt like everything was falling into place. Coming to your voice, in all sense of the word voice, is another way to address growth. 
the singers, actors, speakers, writers, cooks, coaches and creatives I've worked with over the years found their vision, their spark, and allowed themselves to explore and play. There were ups and downs, as in all things, but the growth, the strength, the experience and confidence that is to be gained is worth the challenge. It teaches you how to connect and have faith in your abilities, your presence and what you do. On the vocal plane, it's the same. Once you're giving yourself the freedom to play with volume, with opening, with your breath, things fall into place. You'd be amazed at some of the voices I've had the pleasure to work with this year. I know I was. And boy, did it feel magical to watch their voices grow and get louder and stronger and deeply grounded and confident. This year, I think I used the lockdowns and isolation as my own Ayaya Island, playing with elements of life I connected to and believed in. I've sung, moved and created... I breathed, centred, and reconnected to parts of myself that life and I had tried to silence. And now, well, here I am, sharing my voice, exchanging, conversing, creating with you. I came to my own voice too. Now, is it something 2021 could be for you? The coming of your own creative power, your own expression, your own voice, your truth? I'll leave you to ponder this. Remember, you can find me on Instagram, The Artful Athlete. Send me a message here or on my website. I'll gladly help you growing your own voice too. We have a little less than two weeks before the end of 2020. I'll speak to you soon.